0: I'm Brittany harden tengway a manager with KPMG, and I am fascinated by the practice of transfer pricing and its impact on the global market. Join me each episode as I explore the transfer pricing world with specialists who will explain the ins and outs of this niche practice where tax meets economics. Today I get to talk with Francois Vincent, a retired principal with KPMG's transfer pricing practice.
1: Hello, Brittany. I can't wait to hear your questions.
0: And David Unger, a Managing Director in Transfer Pricing with KPMG.
2: Hi, Brittany. Thanks for having
0: me. Every journey has to start somewhere, so why not start at the beginning? Francois, let's get right to it. What is transfer pricing?
1: At its base, transfer pricing is just setting the price for given transactions between members of a multinational enterprise. If one affiliate is manufacturing t-shirts and another affiliate in a different country wants to sell those t-shirts well the the affiliate in the first country doesn't just ship the t-shirts over it actually has to charge for those t-shirts right so there's a price set between the two affiliates and it's that transfer price and it's because they're all part of the same multinational enterprise they're all controlled ultimately by the same people or group of people that they could set any price they want. They could move profits around by moving the price up and down. If the t-shirt is sold for $5 by affiliate A to affiliate B, and then affiliate B then on sells it to the public for $100, well, you could see how the first affiliate, maybe its cost of manufacturing the t-shirt was $0.50, cents, it sold it for $5, it made you know $4.50 a profit, while affiliate B, who bought it for $5 from affiliate A, but then sold it for $100, just made $95 a profit. And that might be right. But if instead of setting the transfer price at $5, if between A and B, they had set the the, the transfer price at say $50, then you can see the profit picture is completely different. Affiliate A now, because it has a cost of fifty cents for manufacturing that T-shirt, it now has a profit of forty-nine dollars and fifty cents. While affiliate B, who just bought the T-shirt for fifty dollars and is selling it to the public for a hundred dollars, has a profit of fifty dollars. The profit is more even, but it doesn't
2: mean it has to be. That's that's why there are rules or there's a standard to apply. I'd say the transfer pricing is at its Route a problem for multinationals, right, that a simple company with only a structure within one country can pay its taxes based on its profits in that country. But once you go over an international boundary, then one tax authority says, well, wait a minute, aren't you earning all your profits here? And the first country says, aren't you earning all your profits here? No, we've got to divide them up somehow because we pay different taxes, different rates to two different tax authorities. How do you divvy that up? That's the core question. It gets more complicated. But effectively, transfer pricing is just the setting
1: of that price. And it could be for t-shirts, could be for services that are rendered between affiliates, could be for financing, interest rate charge between affiliates, and could also be you know for the use of intellectual property. You know, it could be trademarks, could be patents you know when one affiliate gives access to its intellectual property to another.
0: I think this is such an interesting problem that we have to face because at first glance, it kind of comes off as just an intellectual exercise. This is how much something costs. This is how much we're going to charge. But ultimately, why do people care about this? Why is transfer pricing important?
1: Well, there are two reasons, two main sets of reasons. One of them sort of involves the government's interest and the other set involves the multinational enterprises' interest. If you look at it from a government's perspective, point of view, well, getting transfer pricing right and having transfer pricing done properly is important because governments get their revenues from income taxes in large part. And to ensure that tax revenues are not reduced or artificially reduced by reason of improper transfer pricing, it's important for transfer pricing to be set appropriately. On the other hand, as I was saying, for multinational enterprises as well, transfer pricing is important. And why is that? Because just as multinational enterprises can determine transfer prices, governments can redetermine through their income tax assessment, audit, and, and so on, can redetermine the transfer prices set by multinational enterprises. And that can lead to economic double taxation.
0: So, Francois, what is economic double taxation?
1: Well, Brittany, economic double taxation is the taxation of the same income in two different tax jurisdictions. So if we take an example, if multinational A is carrying on business in two different countries, countries X and country Y, and it has a transfer pricing transaction out of which it earns a total of $100 of income, If that income is subject to tax in both country X and in country Y, that's what's called economic double taxation. So you can imagine if the levels of income taxation in both country X and Y are 50 percent, then you would have the result of the economic double taxation would mean that the entire income on that transaction would be wiped out because 100 percent of that income would be taxed, you know, 50% in each country. Right. Correct. So economic double taxation is and has been considered a really, really bad result.
2: Multinationals rule the scene. If you think about everything you hear in the news, it's these massive corporations. Mom and pop shops are relatively simple to tax in a way. Mm -hmm. And when you're thinking about major multinationals, that's a different animal. Then you're trying to pick apart where the profit sits because the profit defines the taxation and the taxation is what individual governments are interested in. it as a conflict between the structure of modern corporations and tax authorities in a way. Yeah, I always say that transfer pricing is a intersection between politics and law and finance and economics in a way. The politics are that there's, an interest in lots of governments to have more jobs, to have more companies in their location, right? So you have a country like Ireland that says, hey, we want more jobs here. So we want corporations to move in. So we're gonna make ourselves business friendly. And how do we do that? One way is by having a relatively low corporate tax rate. And then there's also this economics of it. Well, so what profit is actually attributable to the entity here? When you're a multinational, you have gotta leave that percentage in Ireland, and then also where's the home country? I say it's France. Well, there's a percentage that needs to be allocated back to France, and then there's the accounting angle. Well, there are lots of strict rules in accounting, right? Or principles that tell you I need to allocate here or there on a percentage basis potentially, or a transaction. But the economics of it may very well be that you're adding more value in one jurisdiction over the other. So you put those together and then you think, well, then there's the law. And that's politics infusing that argument because you're codifying what your goals are and you're saying, well, here's how we want you to report your profits. But if France says, well, you need to leave 50% of your profits here, that's the rule. And Ireland says, well, you need to leave the right amount of profit here. Well, there's a chance that there's untaxed profits because it's 50% in France and say, I want to leave 10% in Ireland and then I don't get any tax on the remaining 40% or we have double taxation, which annoys companies, right? Where you have Ireland wants 60% and France wants 50%. Well, you just got taxed doubly on a certain percentage of that company's profits.
0: I wanted to ask the question, what is not transfer pricing? What are some of the common misconceptions you all have heard about what transfer pricing is? I would like to hear over your experience, what are some mistruths you've heard about transfer pricing?
2: So. One of the biggest misconceptions is that transfer pricing is just on the surface, a way to hide profits. The real answer is what we started with, which is that transfer pricing is a mechanism by which every company that has to cross an international border with a related party has to deal with stuff. Yeah, I would
1: agree with that. I think in the press, transfer pricing is often, if not all the time, portrayed as being bad, oh transfer pricing. Oh, we have to attack transfer pricing. And then that's what you're reading. Transfer pricing is no more than a mechanism. It's just a setting of the price. And you can do that reasonably or unreasonably, just like you can tie your shoes. If you tie your shoes well, you'll be walking around no problem. But if you don't tie your shoes well, well, you you know, you could fall on your face. And that's a problem
0: makes total sense to me. Transfer pricing isn't something to be avoided as multinational enterprises grow and we have more and more cross-border transactions. Billions, maybe trillions of dollars are being transferred cross-border every day, not on an open market. So it's not going away. (laughs) If anything, it's only increasing and it can't be all bad, right? (laughs) Yeah,
1: the, the other thing I would say that transfer pricing is not, it's not rocket science. I mean, I know the, the OECD says it's not exact science. Transfer pricing is not rocket science. and you know, we, Except when you're talking that, about rockets, then it's rockets. Well, science. I have a friend who's a rocket scientist. He's much more intelligent than I am. But he I,
2: wants I, to say something isn't too complicated. What does he say? It's not brain surgery? And what does the brain surgeon say? It is a constant well, conundrum. Yeah,
1: you know, you're right. You're right. I, I think you're right there. But I guess what I'm saying is, at its root, transfer pricing, it's not transfer pricing we're actually referring to, it's what standard should we apply, and whether it's the arms length principle or whether it be something like formula or apportionment or other, if we can all agree on one way of doing it and in a way that provides a certain degree of certainty, it doesn't have to be complicated. And so that's one of the things that transfer pricing is not to me, its it doesn't have to be complicated.
0: Well, thank you so much, Francois and David. I really appreciate your time today. Thank Absolutely. much for having us on. Good to talk to you. Thanks for joining me on this adventure in transfer pricing. See you next time.